to the Divine Lotus Healing Podcast. I'm your host, Laura West. We cover energy medicine, spiritual topics, and natural plant-based medicine. Learn how to live your most soul-centered, high-vibe, holistic lifestyle. Join me on the journey. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome back. I am so excited to share today's episode with you. This actually is something that I've been um, sharing over time with clients and class participants in different formats. And there's different little tiny stretches of this sprinkled throughout my website. But for the first time today, I'm going to be able to sit here and tell you my entire psychic journey story of how I became psychic from soup to nuts with nothing left out. You know, it's really hard um, in a client session when somebody says, how did you know you were psychic? When did you get your gifts? You don't have 15 minutes to tell them the whole story with all the amazing details. You just tell them the nuts and bolts version. So with um, Halloween coming soon, we're, we're almost at October, although the weather lately, <laughs> it feels like high summer right now here if you live in the Boston area where I live. Um, but anyway, so with Halloween coming and Carolyn Wilkins and I, my dearly esteemed colleague who's this really gifted psychic medium, um, we, hold an, uh, we hold an annual event called Spirit Talks every year and we're having one again this coming October 27th, right before Halloween. Mark your calendars because you'll be able to join us online if you don't live in the Boston area or there will be limited seats available in the live audience. We're actually going to read for you all and give you psychic messages from the other side. It's quite remarkable when we do this. We had a blast last year doing this with our lovely friend Peyton. He's up in Marblehead. And this year Carolyn and I will be in Cambridge and details are coming. So just note that October 27th is the Spirit Talks event and I will send you some more information as we get closer so that you can be sure to reserve a seat either online or with us in the audience. We will actually be reading for those of you online as well because psychic energy knows no boundary of space and time continuum. Much like Reiki actually, which is very interesting. I'm just coming to this conclusion now for myself. I practice Reiki as you know and there's lots of Reiki healing stories that I have of helping people from all over the world doing their energy healing work. But anyway, I digress. So let's get into this. People always ask me all the time, how did you know you were psychic? How did you come to have these abilities? You're so accurate. How did you develop your skill set? And I have to say that we have to back up all the way to I was about four years old. Now it's very interesting in the society that I grew up in, in the 19, late 1970s, early 1980s, we here in the Western culture do not honor loved ones who are crossed over on the other side. We're hush-hush about them. We don't openly talk about them in our conversations with people. We don't walk around saying, I saw my grandma last night. She came and visited me. But yet many, many, many of you, myself included, believe it to be true because you've come to me for client sessions. People from all over the country. And I'm just talking about our, our Western culture. I'm not talking about people from international places. International folks, I love you all. You have a better sense of how this is true and you speak about it more openly than we do here in the West. But clients come to me all the time and say, I know my spirit family and in, in spirit is here. They're trying to tell me messages and I don't know how to hear them. So they come to me for help. 
So when I was four, I can remember having vivid experiences of spirit, you know, just like entity, um, people, just random people in the neighborhood who had died, they would come to my bedside. And of course, I didn't have the language to be able to say to my family what was going on. So all I was able to say was things that were a generic statement that a four-year-old would make, like the scary man was by, by my bedside last night, or the witch came to my bed again. And my family was super great just saying things like, well, tell them to go away or tell them you need to sleep or it's okay. It was just a dream. You're safe. There's nothing really real about that, right? They didn't know exactly how visceral it was for me, but they also honored it for me and they themselves did not do anything to connect that. So fast forward until I was about maybe just like on the cusp of being a preteen teenager and then into my teenage years. That was an extraordinarily psychic time for me. I was so invested in ghost stories. I grew up on Cape Cod, so there's a lot of layers of energy there. There's Native American energy from many, many, many generations back. Then there's the sea captains and the pilgrims energy, and then there's modern energy on top of that. So when I was a teenager, I was really interested in all of those kinds of ghost stories about local historical places and I liked doing the Ouija board and I liked reading bunches of ghost story books. There wasn't a lot out there actually. This was in the 1990s. I was a teenager in the 90s and I would go to my local public library and I would check out ghost story books from all over the world. I remember reading this one from Ireland where people told stories of the ghosts in their houses, the demons and the entities that would, ooh, it was just creepy. Like, don't turn your lights off at night in Ireland. <laughs> I'll, I'll just leave it at that. But anyway, I didn't have an outlet to be able to develop my skills, but I just had this intense interest in the macabre and with death and with the other side, quote unquote. So I was always the one that was like, hey guys, let's go to this haunted house or hey guys, let's do Ouija board or hey guys, it's three in the morning. It's the witching hour. Let's stay up really late and see what happens. <laughs> then as I got older, I, I also sort of saw things and felt things and picked up on things. I saw spirit with the corners of my eyes and things moved in my house and you know I had different energetic experiences in different buildings where I could read energy and I was right not knowing the history of the building and then reading it and all that kind of stuff. Then I went to college and when I graduated from college I met my husband and we were dating at the time but we went on this really long six-week trip through the entire UK one summer. It was amazing. We flew into Glasgow in Scotland and we rented a car I did all the driving and he did all the navigating. Remember, this is before um, navigation on phones was really available readily. So he had a cell phone, which was a big deal. <laughs> it was not a flip phone. It was a cell phone, like a palm, like, like I think it was an Apple at that point. I can't remember. But he did all the navigating through satellite through his phone. And it was, <laughs> we went all through Scotland. We went all through England. We went down into Wales. It was pretty amazing for six weeks, just tooling around. And one of the things that we did when we went to Wales, we stopped at this castle on purpose. It was called Craigynos. And in the late 1990s into the early 2000s, it was just on the precipice of the internet chat rooms and ghost cameras being recorded live online. So from my home in the Boston area, I had been watching this ghost camera at the Craigynos castle for a long time, like six months to a year. And there was a big community of other people that I had gotten to know who also watched these cameras looking for entities. And of course, they did ghost tours there. So when my husband and I were on this trip, 
we purposely went and stayed at the castle and we met the people that gave the ghost tours and it was <laughs> quite fun because I went on the ghost tour and I met everybody that I had been watching and talking with for six months to a year and I got to meet them in person which was amazing and I got to wave to everybody online on the cameras and they all got to see me and see what I looked like it was kind of funny and then we did this amazing stuff in the during the night where we had rocks thrown at us in the basement from an angry entity we had stuff tugging at us on our, in our bed and one of the hotel rooms while we were sleeping we had all kinds of energy that was wrapping and tapping on the tables um, in one of the rooms and then in one of the other spaces this old woman started to try and talk through me but I had no training at this point I didn't know what to say I didn't know what to do all I saw remember was that when people um, from the movies would have so um, called like channeling experiences where spirit would talk through them it was always really scary right it was like their bodies were possessed and they tweaked into weird contorted behaviors and they had scary sounding voices so this old woman was trying to talk through me and I didn't know what to do so of course the session was being recorded I had a little tiny digital voice recorder again this is pre-cell phone era where we have all of our recorders built into our phones and video ability built into our phones I had this little handheld digital voice recorder and when I listened back to it <laughs> I sounded like I was having an orgasm it was awful <laughs> It was really embarrassing because I just kept moaning and like this low, like, oh, 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 I was trying to, in my mind, get this woman to speak, but she was impressioning on me all her thoughts. And I just didn't know that I was supposed to say out loud the things that I was seeing in my mind's eye. I thought she wanted to talk through my voice box. I, don't ask me why I thought that, but that's what I thought was supposed to happen. So long story short. That trip was really amazing. We had so much fun on that trip. We saw so many psychic things. We saw so many old energetic things. We went to castles. We went to runes. We went to um, stone circles. It was just a remarkable trip. And when we got home, my husband said to me, you know, I don't think this is just a hobby for you. I don't think this is just an interest for you. I think you need to start taking classes and learning how to develop this as a skill set. And he handed me a brochure to a local place. There was this local workshop space and bookstore. For any of you who know it, it's actually a wonderful resource. They're still in operation and they've moved locations now, but they're called Circles of Wisdom. The owners are the nicest people and they have a metaphysical bookstore and they sell crystals there and they've got singing bowls and all kinds of tchotchke kind of things for spiritual development and jewelry, but they also have a ton of educational classes. They're kind, I could tell everybody that they're kind of like a hub on the East Coast for people who do the national circuit or even the international circuit with all kinds of stuff from quantum physics to psychic development to angel healing to all this to energy work. You think about it, you, you name it, they've got it there and people come. So check out their website because they've always got a lot going on. But anyway, I went and took a course with Jerry Shanti De Simone. She was my teacher for an entire year. This was not close to my house. I would have to drive an hour and a half up the highway on Monday nights through rush hour traffic in Boston to get to this class that, that met for two hours. I went every single Monday night for a whole year and I began to develop my psychic senses. Now, 
all these years later, I now teach a version of the same class to people in the Boston area. So I just turned right around and I took what I had learned and applied it to my own craft with my clients and my class participants, and people really love it. But it took me a year to sort of figure out my style and my system and my pace and things changed very rapidly for me during that time. I, I went from having a first, I remember sitting in the first class in the first session and I had no idea what to expect. The room was full of 20 people and we're sitting in a circle and Jerry opens the energy in her beautiful, loving, soft, feminine vibration that she does. And this woman across the circle from me just went like dagger arrows to my energy field and said, Laura, Put, the, put away your tarot cards, put away all your spirit decks. You don't need any of it. You've got skill set. Spirit is telling me that you don't need any of that stuff. You're using it like a crutch. And I was so blown out of the water because she was right. Up until I had started taking that psychic development class, people had told me, get this new tarot deck, get this new card deck, get this new manifestation deck, get this new affirmation card deck. And so I was a junkie. I collected and collected and collected. I had an overabundance of crystals and feathers and talismans and decks of all kinds and I was just doing them all the time because I didn't know what I was doing and I didn't know that I had the skill set within myself to do it fully and completely. So over the course of the year as I went through my trainings and I started really understanding my senses, I was hearing things in my thought forms, I was seeing things with my mind's eye. So spirit was coming to me for a really long time in my life and giving me mental pictures of what they wanted communicated and I had no idea that all I needed to do was speak just in my regular voice. It was that easy for me, right? But it took me a whole year of practicing this for it to get really crystal clear. So after that happened, I, I was guided by this divine force in my life to open my own business. And lo and behold, a decade later, I just celebrated my 10 year anniversary last June. Here I am. A renowned world psychic medium that gives readings to people all over the world and I do this for my living and I help train other people who are interested in doing these same things and it's just been such a remarkable ride <laughs> so if you are somebody who says I know my family is connecting with me but I don't know how to tell or if you're somebody who's like yep I feel the fields of the world and I feel the intensity of the people around me you have empathic, intuitive, psychic abilities, and it would be worth doing some work if you're open to it for yourself to be able to begin to refine that and craft that. You don't necessarily need to do what I did and go into business after you develop your skill set, but what would be valuable for you is um, developing an, a toolbox for yourself so that you can have awareness of what to do when the intensity of the world or the intensity of the spirit beings in your life start coming at you like it's a train 180 miles an hour you have boundaries that you can put in place and i love helping to teach people about all of that kind of stuff so as many of you know i took a pause recently from teaching the live psychic and spiritual development class because i've been teaching it every single month year round for 10 years and i'm really tired <laughs> i love you all and i love that class so much and it's just such a joy for me to do that it's really heart-centered work but i needed i needed to take a pause so i paused in august and i made my announcement people were really understanding but also sad and what i have to say to you is there is something coming 
I'm developing now a little teaser for you <laughs> um, that will help you and it will be able to reach more of you that don't necessarily live here in the Cambridge Boston area of course I'll still have live events where you, people can come and learn with me but there's something coming in a few months I'm going to be opening it and unveiling it to you about um, being able to develop your skill set and practice your psychic senses and all this great stuff um, from the comfort of your space and I can't wait to share that with you so keep your eyes peeled for that and also please remember on the 27th of October I'm doing the Spirit Talks event for you all with my colleague Carolyn Wilkinson Wilkins, excuse me, and we're going to be reading for you, those of you in the audience, and you'll definitely want to get a ticket as soon as they go live because we sell out. This is really a powerful evening. I mean, it's kind of actually a serious thing, right? Spirit comes and we have no control over what's going to be said, and they just say whatever they need to say, and we've got people in the audience who are in tears a lot because the stuff just comes. Spirit doesn't have any filters. So it's a crazy, awesome, amazing fantastic wonderful wild ride and I look forward to seeing you there <laughs> all right so until next week enjoy your time and be peaceful and mindful and have a great week looking for more inspired action in your life visit me at divinelotushealing.com for one-on-one -on -one work courses essential oils, and a number of my memberships that help you live a divinely connected lifestyle. Want to connect with me on social media? You can find me on Instagram, where I hang out most often, under my business handle, Divine Lotus Healing.